Hey there. I, uh, I don't swear much, but when I do, I do it with a purpose. So just a heads up that this episode contains more profanity than listeners to the show may have become used to from me, but I think there's a purpose behind it. But if you're listening with kids, maybe reconsider or listen at a different time. Okay, let's begin. Hey, it's Jay, and it's time for another one shot. These are very short, dense doses of a single idea or framework that can help us as experts become stronger storytellers. We want to produce work that's higher impact. We want to get off the content hamster wheel, and we want more of our work to work. How do we make things more consistently that are more valuable to others and more original to us? That's what we explore in all of these episodes. It's fun and addicting, but a little intimidating. It's unthinkable how creators trust themselves more than best practices. I'm Jay Akunzo, and I want more people to trust themselves, their intuition, and their mastery of craft over all these blueprints and hacks and conventional thinking out there. And so every episode, we explore unconventional choices where someone did just that. But as you'll learn, it's only unthinkable until you hear their side of the story. And today's story is about where to begin to increase the power of your ideas. I get what you're saying, Jay, but how do you really feel? It was 2016, and a friend of mine was listening to a dry run of my latest speech, and specifically the closing bit. I'd spent 11 months developing this particular keynote, but the ending still wasn't ready. And I was starting to really stress out because the stakes felt higher than ever at this event where I'd spoken many times called Content Marketing World. For a time, Content Marketing World used audience feedback surveys to score their speakers, after which they would award those highly rated speakers a bigger room the next year. I started my CM World journey in a very tiny room off to the side of the conference venue. But with each passing year, my scores earned me progressively larger audiences and with it, a growing platform and increased opportunities overall for my business. Years of work felt like it was leading to that 2016 session, the largest room available to any breakout speaker, the Big Idea Track. This track was basically all professional keynote speakers, and it was the largest room I'd ever dreamt of speaking in, holding about 500 people. Each and every speaker found in this track was a really big name in the marketing industry and a personal hero of mine. I scanned their faces on the event website. Jay Bear, Ann Handley, Andrew Davis, Carla Johnson, Scott Stratton. And wait a second, I could hear conference goers thinking, who's that guy? It's me. Hi, I'm the speaker. It's, it's me. I was really proud to be in that lineup. I was also ready to prove that I belong there. You see, when you're Sicilian, like I am, I'm pretty sure there's a chip in your shoulder, just like genetically. And I kept thinking to myself, why can't I have the platforms of those other speakers and thinkers? Why can't I have the notoriety, the success? But no matter, I heard my ego start to coo. I earned my way here. I deserve to be there. Just wait until what comes next. What came next, at least in my daydreams, was the only stage left at that event for me to earn through those audience scores. The main stage. Not a breakout track, not a talk up against other speakers at the same time slot, but the whole enchilada, all 4,000 attendees in a room watching me. I knew that these event organizers at the time awarded the opening keynote each year to whatever speaker was the number one rated the previous year. That's 
what I craved. And that is why my speech's closer was killing me. It just wasn't it. It was good, but not main stage good. I get what you're saying, my friend told me again, but how do you really feel? This one question saved me. It became the source of my story's power, and I believe it could be yours too, no matter the content you create, speeches or otherwise. We're just not asking that same question enough. Whenever I work with a coaching client, they're typically an expert of some kind, an entrepreneur, a marketer, an executive, a creator. They're used to thinking about their content as a means to share their expertise. But so often when they present their ideas for a podcast or a speech or a book, or they present their ideas for their overall brand positioning to me, it all sounds like, well, it sounds like marketing. It sounds like they're pleading with the world to like it. And that's why I routinely joke with them. I don't want marketing, Sam. I want two drink minimum, Sam. I want them to share their ideas without any inhibitions to weaken them. Don't hold back. Don't couch it. Don't share it as if this is the version others will see. Let's just start just for a moment by being more honest than that. Because if we can reach the root of their thinking, if we can slap down some fresher ingredients on the table, then we might really cook something special. I'll say to them, what are you trying to say here? And then they tell me, and their explanation when they answer that question is always more concise and always more moving and more original than their first attempt because they aren't trying to position it. They're just trying to share it. Oh, I'm trying to say this, they'll say. And I'll smile and say to them, great, so say that. No matter your craft, no matter what you're creating, when you develop an idea, a project, or a key moment within a piece, the power of what you're sharing It all tends to start with the same question. Can you be more honest with yourself? I've heard storytellers say this before. A famous quote from Hemingway actually comes to mind. There's nothing to writing. All you do is sit down at a typewriter and bleed. I think he's talking about being more honest with yourself. He's talking about giving in to the work and giving of yourself. And that's where the real labor happens for storytellers. Yeah, there's a lot of hand-wringing today on the internet about how to create and distribute content, but that ignores the fact that the bulk of our work actually happens before anything others can see. Content is just the delivery vehicle for a whole mess of stuff that happens in your head and your heart. The content is the tip of the iceberg, nothing more. The real process and really the source of your idea's power, it unfolds internally. So if we want to create better work, we'd be smart to get better at that internal part first. The rest is incremental. That question again, how do you really feel? If you can't answer that, your work ends up with what I call the three F's, flat, fake, forgettable. To quote Anthony Bourdain, absolute fearlessness is essential. You have to be willing to make a fool of yourself. You have to be willing to be wrong. You have to be willing to to fail. If you're not willing to do that, then you're not going to be a very good writer. Unquote. When I talk to my clients, I say, don't give me you doing marketing. Give me you. Drop the pretense and let others further in. No half measures, no halfway there. How do you really, truly feel? Can we at least start there? Because if so, we can build up your best ideas into a powerful platform or a project that stands out easier because it resonates deeper. And so my helpful friend asked me one more time, I get what you're saying to end your speech here, Jay, but how do you really feel? 
I heard it again, but it sounded like it was kind of spoken underwater to me. I I could barely make out my friend's words. I was too in my head. At least maybe I turned inward in that sense. I I tried to restate the same ending to the keynote, but with more of like a pleading tone. I just added more emotional performance to the same words. No, but like, how do you really feel? I tried again, tweaking the words this time. Okay, but how do you really feel? I was so annoyed at my friend, of course, but also at, oh, wait a sec, that's, that's kind of interesting. I guess, I guess I'm also annoyed at like the industry that I'm in, annoyed at the status quo and the norms people just accept despite those norms being terrible. Forget headspace. My friend put me in the right heart space with that question. I was feeling the way I needed to feel and I could remain in that same emotional place, but then redirect my frustration away from my friend and towards the topic of my talk. And so I did. How do I really feel? (laughs) I think that laugh that I gave my friend is pretty telling. It's like the kind of laugh where you can't believe others even have to ask. How do I really feel? I feel so fucking tired of this industry. I feel like we spend so much time agonizing over how to promote mediocre crap and make it somehow drive results by shoving it down people's throats and shouting and hyping and gaming systems when all we're really doing in marketing is something that didn't deserve to be marketed in the first place. Nobody cared about that crap at all. It's stuff that we don't even care about. How do I really feel? I feel like everyone is so obsessed with finding best practices that they never consider that all that means is average practices. We work so hard to shut off our brains, to follow the gurus, to find the cheats, the hacks, the shortcuts, the trends, all so we can let ourselves off the hook for doing anything meaningful for a goddamn moment of our careers as marketers. We agonize over finding our answers out there when everything we need and everything that makes our work stand out is right. And here I sort of pounded my chest. It's right in here. That is how I feel. I feel like we just keep missing the point. If you want to run a bunch of ads that say nothing at all, then go ahead. Keep saying nothing at all. But if you're going to write and speak and produce media to try and move people, then move people. If you want to make something that matters to others, remember how much you matter to this work. The work flows from you. You can't help but influence it. So influence it. Just as useful as knowing some new trend is knowing yourself, just as valuable as any industry expertise is the fact that, I don't know, you're sarcastic or you love metaphors or you traveled to Rome when you were a student and it changed you or you you lost your grandmother last year and you know she was the one that could always ground you when the world seemed like it was a dumpster fire or You have two tiny little kids who routinely amaze, but also crush you, but you're only supposed to talk publicly about the amazing parts, or you're the type of person that romanticizes everything, or you love the New York Knicks, or you spent an extra two hours writing this one section of your script just to make it like 2% better, not because you thought it would matter, but because you knew it would matter because that's what makes the work you. Because you are the biggest unfair advantage you've got and you're just not using it. How do I feel? Man, that is exactly how I fucking feel. I finished that rant and I was practically panting. I was definitely sweating. And my friend smiled and he said, great, so say that. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. But maybe, uh, Jay, remove all the F-bombs. Right, okay. Uh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. So I gave the talk. I stuck the landing. 
and I was honest about how I felt, about how I really felt. A few months later, I got the call. They said, technically, Jay, you were tied for the top score, but we're giving the opening keynote next year to you. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wait, hold on. But, but why? The comments, they said. I've never seen people this passionate. They told us how they really felt about you. We all want others to feel really strongly about our work or about us, no matter what we create. But too rarely do our ideas impart the energy. We don't give off that energy that others need to respond with passion. We're too flat, fake, forgettable. The three F's. But I'm telling you, it is possible to compete on the power of your ideas, not the volume of your content. To do that, tap the very source of that power. Be more honest with yourself. Tell us how you really feel. You can worry about positioning and wordsmithing later. That's a solvable problem. But no amount of incremental tweaking and wordsmithing will make a weak idea strong. Your power starts with your willingness to turn inward, cut past what others expect from you, tear down the walls that inhibit you, and merely speak your mind openly, passionately, honestly. So ask yourself, what's frustrating me? What's pissing me off right now in my industry? Why? What do others just accept, which I think is awful? Why is the conventional approach so terrible? Why does any of this actually matter to me? Why should it matter to others? What gets worse if things stay the same? What am I really trying to say here? And what am I afraid to admit? You don't need to invent anything groundbreaking for your ideas to hit hard. And you certainly don't need to go viral or be the world's foremost expert. You simply need to start by being more honest. Because most won't. And that's your opportunity. That's how you can create higher impact work than the rest of the same old, same old noise out there. Most of which is flat, fake, forgettable. If you want to avoid the three F's, start by giving zero of your own. Be honest with me now. How do you really feel? Thank you so much for listening. If you want to become a more effective storyteller and learn how to do stuff like we talk about on the show, I point you to three different projects of mine to get better. First, you can subscribe to my free newsletter called Playing Favorites. What does it take to create work that resonates, work that others declare, that's my favorite? Become a stronger storyteller in about 20 minutes a month. You can read me every other Friday when I send these emails. There's a link in your show notes to subscribe for free or visit jayconzo.com. You can also book me to speak or to coach you or your team to develop your ideas and differentiate a specific project or your overall brand. I typically work with experts, entrepreneurs, and marketers to help them stand out through substance and story, not hollow stunts. So you can learn more about my coaching at jayconzo.com. And finally, consider joining our mastermind, The Creator Kitchen. It's a membership offering community and education centered on the craft of creating higher impact content. You'll get ongoing coaching plus new perspectives to stand out easier and resonate deeper. And we can wrestle with your ideas actively together. That's really what the mastermind is for. The active work that myself and our peers do together with you to elevate what you create. That's creatorkitchen.com. Links to all of this are in your show notes. I'm back in two weeks, but until then, as always, 
keep making what matters. See ya.